everyone. Welcome to yet another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. I'm Samrin, and I will be going through Bayern's 5-0 victory over Hertha Berlin today. Let me tell you, some of the games that I get to do podcasts on are some of the best games that Bayern play. I was actually on the podcast for Bayern's 4-0 victory over Stuttgart last season after going a man down. And, you know, we've just been sitting around waiting for a state performance from Bayern under Julian Nagelsmann. The preseason friendlies were a disaster. Opening day against Borussia Mönchengladbach was a mixed response. Last week against Köln was fun, to say the least. Um, but Bayern did concede two quick goals there in succession. Things had to be changed midway through the game. Today, things went perfectly almost perfectly. I hesitate to say perfectly because Bayern did not exactly start off on the right track, but before we get into that, let's take a look at the lineups. For Bayern, um, we had Manuel Neuer in goal, we had Joseph Stanisic at right back again, we had Dayo Upamecano and Nicolas Zule as the center backs, we had Alfonso Davies as the left back, slash marauder slash free role player um, in defensive midfield we had Joshua Kimmich and Leon Goretzka in front of them we had Thomas Muller Jamal Musiala Serge Gnabry Serge Gnabry played predominantly on the right Muller and Musiala uh, interchange positions up front we had Robert Lewandowski for Hatta Berlin Schwolo was in goal as always Mittelstadt Niklas Stark uh, Dedrick Boyata and Zifuik made up their back four Aska Sibar and Tussar were their defensive mids uh, Suat Sardar who has just come in uh, Stefan Jovetic who has just come in as well and Dodi Lukabakio were the three behind Davy Selka Say what you will about Davy Selka, but I've always liked him, and I like hardworking players. I like players who don't who don't necessarily have the talent to make it a top level, but stay in first division footy just through their hard work. And Davy Selka, he does have talent, but he is one of those who manages to stay on and play for a top flight club because he will literally cover every blade of grass, even as a striker. So, speaking of Selke, he had a chance as early as the second minute after after an error from Kimmich. And I think, had you put Robert Lewandowski there in place of Selke, that chance finishes as a goal. He didn't take it that poorly. It's just Neuer managed to stretch out enough to make sure that the ball did not end up in the back of the net. But it did, as the game wore on, I thought about that moment more and more, and I thought, about whether we just have to accept that as a consequence of the way Bayern plays. Bayern plays high, Bayern presses high. That's been the norm for a few seasons now. Or whether there is an alternate universe where Bayern can actually defend properly and these errors just don't occur. And I don't think there is any world where that can happen. These errors will occur. The point is to minimize them. When they occur as early as the second minute, they can be really punishing. Go back to last season's Champions League quarterfinal tie against PSG and Bayern went down so early to Kylian Mbappe that they played catch-up in that tie from literally before even the 10th minute mark. They were just, they were playing catch-up for so long. And these moments, these situations, if they can be minimized, it's critical to minimize them early on. That being said, there's no point in being too critical of Bayern when what followed afterwards was simply 
magic. So, a few minutes after that miss from Davy Selke, Gnabry took on three players. He passed to Jamal Musiala, who had the presence of mind to just flick the ball over to Alfonso Davies. That those flicks come from seasoned players. Musiala is 18 years old. Alfonso Davies found Thomas Muller, who scored. It was it was a smooth shot from the edge of the box, sort of. Uh, the cool thing about that play was a dummy by Robert Lewandowski as Alfonso Davies tried to find uh, Thomas Muller with his pass. Uh, Davies has a free role, more or less, under Julian Nagelsmann, but it does not mean that he's abandoning his defensive duties just yet. Gnabry looked pretty confident during that Dortmund performance. That was sort of, in the Super Cup, that was the performance where he had an assist, where his confidence seemed to get a boost from that assist and then he had a very good performance against Cohen last week he scored the winner and that confidence sort of carried through to today I don't know whether enough fans have trust in Serge Gnabry but I've always thought he was quite talented and I think he's here to stay I don't think if Bayern have to sell off a winger I don't think it would be Serge Gnabry he's he works really hard He'll play literally anywhere. Julian Nagelsmann knows exactly what it takes to make Serge Gnabry tick, and it is excellent to see Gnabry playing so well lately. Uh, Haruto was forced into an early switch. Jovetic had to come off. Uh, I don't know how many of you remember this, but Jovetic used to play for Fiorentina, and he scored against Bayern. What is it now? 11 years ago. Throwback. Uh, it finished 4-4 in aggregate. Bayern went through an away goals, but in the first leg, Miraclosa scored an outrageously offside goal. That stood. This is pre-VAR days. Bayern went on to that Champions League final, which kick-started great things for the club. But, yeah, Jovetic is a real throwback. And, of course, he ends up at Hertha, the club of all throwbacks, where you you would have found Sammy Kadiria last season, and you're going to find Kevin Prince-Boateng even this season. So, as the game progressed, Bayern looked the better side on the ball, off the ball. Crowd, wherever you looked, Bayern was the dominant side in this game. A second goal would come. Who else? But Robert Lewandowski. This was really great work from Leon Goretzka, who basically got the ball, strode forward with it, found Serge Gnabry, who who sent in a beautiful cross. For Lewandowski, Goretzka drew defenders away as uh, Lewandowski rose up to meet it, hit the crossbar, scored on the rebound. There was an offside check, probably for Gnabry because Lewa was never offside, and the goal stood. Um, the game went on. There were more chances. Gnabry probably should have scored himself in the 39th minute when he found himself in a position where he could have chosen to either shoot or lay the ball off. And he chose to lay it off to Thomas Muller and the chance went begging. Just a couple of notes from the first half. Just the combinations between Muller and Musiala. It just seemed as if they had been playing together for as long as Lewandowski and Muller have, but that's not the case at all. And 
last season we were all thinking whether Musiala would make a good stand-in for Muller. Well, not all, me in particular. But I think the more I watch this, I think Bayern benefits more from having Musiala and Muller both on the pitch together because they seem to have a really great understanding. Gnabry's crosses were really, really good for the most part in the first half. In the second half, Julian Nagelsmann decided to take off Upamecano and bring on Tangi Nianzu. I was a bit puzzled because I was wondering if something was wrong with Upa, but I guess Nagelsmann really knows his squad. He knows he doesn't have a large squad. He knows a lot of his players are internationals, and he knows he has to protect them. Uh, a great goal came in the second half courtesy of Jamal Musiala who absolutely deserved it but my god the work for Thomas Muller to set up that goal he literally stole the ball in a really promising position on the wing and he set up Musiala just perfectly when you watch that you're going to notice that Musiala was kind of off balance when he catches that pass and yet the way that he sort of managed to stride uh, with the ball to get himself into position to take the shot is remarkable in itself let alone the shot was just a work of art which as soon as he hit it you knew would find the back of the net Musiala is just having one of those seasons where everything he touches turns to gold some have called him a generational talent I don't know if I want to label him as such yet but my goodness me he his name should be on that team sheet before Leroy Zane, before Kingsley Coman, at least based on current form. And even if you take last season's form into account, when he was better than both of them, the match were on. Hertha uh, tried to make a few substitutions to get things back on track. They took off Davy Selke and his shoes that refused to get tied for Richter. They brought on Ishak Belfadil, a recent acquisition from Hoffenheim for Dodi Lukabakio, and they brought on Clinter for uh, Zifuik. The problem with Hertha is they have lost their best player, Matias Cunha, to Atletico Madrid. They've gotten a nice fee for him, but it's hard to find quality like Cunha in another team. And Cunha may have been the reason why they actually survived the drop last season. Uh, soon after, Julian Nagelsmann took Serge Gnabry off, brought on Kingsley Coman. And Leroy Sané was also on the pitch at this point, taking off for Jamal Musiala, who got a standing ovation from the crowd. It would be Sané playing on the left, if you noticed, who would have an interchange with Muller, who would return the pass back to Sané, who would set up a fourth goal for Bayern, for Robert Lewandowski, literally on a plate. Uh, Lewandowski scored. And uh, it was 4-0 at that point. Game over. Well, game had been over for a while at that point. The commentator at my end made a slight reference to Sané being lazy. And I did not take that well because Sané has been anything but lazy at Bayern. Off form, mentally off his game, not making the right decisions, playing poor passes, making poor decisions in final third like hitting anything but the target with his shots yeah you can say a whole bunch of things about him but lazy nah he's worked very very hard all throughout and I generally sympathize with Sané uh, these are the kind of games that will build up his confidence I think even that solitary goal in Bayern's 12-0 victory over Bremer during the week did him some good 
and today's assist will do him some more good and the fact that Hansi Flick chose to call him up for the national side will help bolster his confidence. Hansi Flick was not the happiest to receive Leroy Sané when he was manager of Bayern Munich and that is well known but Flick stuck with him despite take bringing him on and taking him off in an important game against Bayer Leverkusen which which Honestly, not just Sané, but any player would not take well. Sané trained and worked extra hard. And the fact that Flick still sees him as a reliable player, despite all the trials that Sané faced at Bayern under Flick, is good for him and can only improve improve his self-confidence and help him improve as a Bayern Munich player. Afterward... Um, Hertha tried to make another change to get some to get the team moving. Serdar came off. Uh, Vladimir Derrida came on. Another smart switch was made by Nagelsmann with taking Muller off. Muller really has to manage his game time this season, considering he's back in the national fold. Eric Maxim Chuba Moting came on. Uh, Joseph Stanisic went off. Bunasar came on. And uh, there was one more to come from Bayern. Joshua Kimmich took a wonderful corner in the 84th minute. And the ball found its way to Tangi Nianzu, who was open, whose headed assist found Robert Lewandowski to set him up for his hat-trick to wrap up a 5-0 victory for Bayern. Uh, other than that, had scored a goal, which was deemed to be offside, which helped Manuel Neuer get a clean sheet, his first of the season in the Bundesliga. If there was any performance where the interplay was excellent, if almost anything that could have gone right went right, it was this one. Just on the set plays, Bayern has been doing quietly well in those. Kimmich's corners are actually finding Bayern players now, which wasn't happening last season. And uh, the interplay between all the players is just fantastic. Niklas Zule played some one-touch passes today, which really made me look up and almost reminded me of Jerome Boateng. I think at some point the commentator on my end calls Zule elegant and I think that is actually a really great word to describe Nicolas Zule. I want Nicolas Zule to stay at the club. I don't know what management will decide but so far his performances tell me that he sh- his services should be retained at the club. As for Hertha, oh my goodness, they, back to front, they looked miserable. There was no control in midfield. Today was probably the first game where Bayern entirely controlled the midfield through Kimmich and Goretzka. And it was just not a good day. I think they just spend money to acquire average players. They acquire players who do not stick well together. Paul Dardai managed to save them from relegation, but... They could really get involved in a long relegation battle this season. Um, They could have... Their performance today was just so abject. Uh, On the opening day, they started well against Köln, only to fall 3-1. They were tying Wolfsburg last week at 1-1, and they conceded a late goal there to lose that game. Things were just not 
looking great. They remain bottom of the division. And uh, the international break will give Paul Dardai some time to think about how to reorganize his team, especially because Kunia is no longer part of the side, and try to figure out how to move forward from there. As for Bayern, if you want to sign off for the international break with a marker, with a statement performance, this was the performance. I see Bayern getting even better. I see the work that Nagelsmann has been doing. It showed in today's performance. The fluidity is retained from the Hansi Flick days. They looked defensively a bit more solid. Uh, They're probably responding well to Nagelsmann to bring on Sané and play him on the left was also a very smart decision. Other than that, there's really nothing more to add. There's no criticisms to be made. It was just... It was a great performance. It was so fulfilling and just so great to watch. And I look forward to seeing so many more of these. And I'm sure there will be a lot more of these this season moving forward. All right. So that's it from me. Be sure to stay tuned to Bavarian Podcast Works for all of your up-to-date coverage in Bayern Munich and Germany. Follow us on Twitter at Bavarian FB Works, at Jefferson Fenner, at The Barrel Blog, at Tommy Adam 71 and more. Enjoy your evening and uh, I hope Bayern gave you a performance to smile about. Take care.